Hello and welcome to Stories to Fall Asleep To, the second season of Reading with Carrie. This mindfulness podcast incorporates ASMR elements to help reduce your stress, relieve your anxiety, and lull you to sleep. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. We are back again today with some more Aesop fables. I know they're always so random, but they put a smile on my face and they're really short. So I think it helps in the mindfulness practice of painting a picture in the moment and then moving on to the next moment. But before we begin, let's start with a brief breathing exercise. This is the one item five senses exercise. For this, you will need an object. It can be a pencil or your phone. A piece of food may be the easiest to go through all the five senses. However, if that is a trigger for you, or if you are intermittent fasting, using a food item is not at all required. Just pick an item that is closest to you. A pillow if you're on the bed. Now first, we are going to start with a brief breathing exercise. Close your eyes and breathe deeply with pauses once you fully inhale and a pause after you fully exhale. Center yourself on the here and now. Focus on the breath passing through the heart. Place your feet on the floor or whatever surface you're sitting on and feel them. Feel grounded. Sink deeper into the chair or the bed or the floor. Relax your shoulders as you breathe in deeply and naturally and exhale. Now open your eyes and pick up your object a pen, an orange, whatever you have available. Pay attention and look at it. Really describe it to yourself. What color is it? What's the hue? Is it pastel? Is it deep? Is it rich? What's the texture like? Are there dimples? Is it rough and coarse? Is there moisture or is it hard and smooth? Truly focus on this object. Feel the texture with your fingers. Feel every part if you can. Consider the coloring and now sniff it. Does it have a scent? Is it sweet? Is it sour? If it's a pen, maybe it smells like your sweat. Or perhaps it smells like linen, fresh laundry. Maybe it doesn't have a smell. What does the room smell like that you're in right now? 
Sometimes the item can create a sound. Tap gently on it with your fingertips. Pretend you're in an ASMR video and try to make noise with it. If it's a pen or a pencil, maybe lightly draw with it. Just focus on the sound that it makes. You don't have to write a word. Now, if you can, let the taste hit your tongue. If you can eat it, if it's food, go ahead and bite into it and let the flavor dance on your tongue. If you don't have a food item, you can also taste the air if there's nothing around. Stick your tongue out really wide and wag it in the air or breathe in deeply. Can you taste anything on the air? If it's not food and you think it's hygienic enough, you could lick the item if you'd like. Might be a little silly. Just imagine what it would taste like if you could. If it's a pencil, imagine what the wood would feel like against your teeth. Or the ink, if it's a pen, would probably taste a bit sour. Again, you don't have to lick your phone. Remember to be safe and healthy. Just imagine it if you can't eat it. Just take a few more minutes. When you're doing this exercise on your own, you should take maybe five minutes, eight minutes, probably no more than 10 minutes. It shouldn't take that long. Just focus on the feeling, the touching, what it looks like, what it smells like, and if possible, what it tastes like or what you imagine it would taste like. Really focus. Okay. Did you go through all the senses with me? That I think we've done it. Congratulations. If you would like, let's take a nice, slow sigh. And now, here are the stories. The Fox and the Grapes A fox one day spied a beautiful bunch of ripe grapes hanging from a vine trained along the branches of a tree. The grapes seemed ready to burst with juice, and the fox's mouth watered as he gazed longingly at them. The bunch hung from a high branch, and the fox had to jump for it. The first time he jumped, he missed it by a long way. So he walked off a short distance and took a running leap at it, only to fall short once more. Again and again he tried, but in vain. Now he sat down and looked at the grapes in disgust. What a fool I am, he said. Here I am wearing myself out to get a bunch of sour grapes that are not worth gaping for. And off he walked very, very scornfully. There are many who pretend to despise and belittle that which is beyond their reach. The Gnat and the Bull a gnat flew over the meadow with such buzzing for so small a creature and settled on the tip of one of the horns of a bull. After he had rested a short time, he made ready to fly away. But before he left, he begged the bull's pardon for having used his horn for a resting place. 
You must be very glad to have me go now, he said. It's all the same to me, replied the bull. I did not even know you were there. We are often of greater importance in our own eyes than in the eyes of our neighbor. The smaller the mind, the greater the conceit. The Shepherd Boy and the Wolf A shepherd boy tended his master's sheep near a dark forest not far from the village. Soon he found life in the pasture very dull. All he could do to amuse himself was to talk to his dog or play on his shepherd's pipe. One day as he sat watching the sheep and the quiet forest and thinking what he would do should he see a wolf, he thought of a plan to amuse himself. His master had told him to call for help should a wolf attack the flock and the villagers would drive it away. So now, though he had not seen anything that even looked like a wolf, he ran toward the village, shouting at the top of his voice, Wolf! Wolf! As he expected, the villagers who heard the cry dropped their work and ran in great excitement to the pasture. But when they got there, they found the boy doubled up with laughter at the trick he had played on them. A few days later, the shepherd boy again shouted, Wolf! Wolf! Again the villagers ran to help him, only to be laughed at again. Then one evening, as the sun was setting behind the forest and the shadows were creeping out over the pasture, a wolf really did spring from the underbrush and fall upon the sheep. In terror, the boy ran toward the village shouting, Wolf! Wolf! But though the villagers heard the cry, they did not run to help him as they had before. He cannot fool us again, they said. The wolf killed a great many of the boy's sheep and then slipped away into the forest. Liars are not believed even when they speak the truth. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. But for now, let's prepare your mind and body for some much needed rest. Start by checking in with your body and making sure you are as comfortable as possible. Place the tip of your tongue on the tissue right behind the top front teeth. Slowly exhale and empty the lungs of air. Through the nose, breathe in quietly for four seconds. Three, four. Hold the breath for a count of seven seconds. Five, six, seven. Purse your lips and exhale forcefully through the mouth making a whoosh sound for eight seconds. Six, seven, eight. If you need to, you can repeat this cycle up to four times, but any more than four, and you might start to feel lightheaded or dizzy. Remember that if you find it too difficult to hold your breath on the count of seven, you can use a shorter cycle of two seconds breathing in, hold your breath for 3.5 seconds, and exhale for four seconds. Good night and sleep well, my friend.